morning. It's me again. I'm actually kind of chuckling because um, if you were here the last time I shared, I shared on the birds in my kitchen. And now I'm going to share on something else that grew in my kitchen. It's like the Lord's speaking to me with all the creatures that are growing in my kitchen. Currently I have a frog, but the Lord is not speaking to me through the frog. Um, yeah, we're not kissing any frogs, no. Um, I had some pictures, but it didn't work out, but that's okay. Um, I can just try to explain it. Um, what brought this about was um, on Wednesday night, we are, we just passed Wednesday night, we were discussing Romans 12, and um, verse 2 says, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And Brother Jim told us that that word transformed in the Greek is where we get the word metamorphosis from. And so a few months ago, um, I bought this butterfly kit for Micah, and um, I just thought it would be cool to do. So we got um, <laughs> we got the worms, <laughs> and they come in a cup, and there's food on the bottom that's there for them. And when they first come, they're really small and very squirmy and wormy. And, um, you know, you try to be excited about it, you know. And you're like, oh, so cool, you know. Um, and then as time goes on, they, um, they begin to grow and they start to look a little more caterpillar-like and they're a little fuzzy and they're a little more cute. And um, on the instructions, it says that they will attach themselves to the top of the lid and they will, their body will form a J. And I was like, that's not going to happen. But they do. Eventually, they climb their way up to the top, and they attach themselves to their lid, and their body forms into a J. And I told Jesus, or told Micah that it was for Jesus, stay for Jesus. Even creation knows his name. And then they kind of stay there, and they're still really, they're really wiggly, and but they are kind of getting comfortable. But then kind of overnight, they form this shell. They form um, the cocoon. And, and they kind of hang out there for a while, for a really long time. Actually, they stayed there in that place longer than the instructions said that they would, which I thought I had done something to them. Um, and, but then, after all of a sudden... They go from this green color to almost a black. And they get almost, as my mom would say, shrivel up. They, don't, they look like they're shriveling up, like they're about to die, really, is what they look like. And, and that's when I thought, these are not going to make it. I told Josh, I'm like, these are not going to make it. But then all of a sudden, they just pop out. Like, with, I mean, if you're watching it, it almost startles you because it's so quick. And it's so fast. And so, and then all of a sudden this butterfly appears. And it's awesome. I wish I had the pictures, but I don't. But 
anyways, um, I just, you know, began to think about the process. And when the, they were in the place where they were in the cocoon and they sat there, I, I was like looking at them one time and, and I said, wow, it's amazing how quiet and still they got. And I just felt the Lord say to me, yes. Look how quiet they are, still. And I was like, okay, Lord, like, what are you trying to say in that? And I think, you know, this time, um, this generation that we're in, we're very distracted. We're very busy. We're doing a lot of talking. And the Lord just wants us to be quiet and to be still. So some of the things that I got from this little experiment we did was you may see yourself as a squirmy little worm, but the Lord sees you as the butterfly. And the Lord can take something that crawls on the ground, that crawls on his belly, and make it into something that can fly. And you may be going through something and think that you're going to shrivel up and die. But you just stay quiet before the Lord and watch the butterfly appear. Sometimes we must decrease so that he can increase. The scripture that I have kept in my heart for quite a while now. Actually, my mom sent it to me quite a while ago. Thanks, mom. And it says, in the morning, O Lord, you hear my voice. In the morning, I will prepare a prayer and a sacrifice for you and watch and wait for you to speak to my heart. Um, something personal, um, it's not really a secret, but, um, you know, the Lord, the Josh and I gave our family, what it looked like, the size of it, the direction, um, a long time ago. And, um, <clears throat> he was going to cry. Um, and last year when we had the losses, um, we kind of go through this grieving process, and uh, I got to a point where I was frustrated, but not necessarily frustrated in a way that you would think, but um, frustrated because I was trying to figure it out. You know, why I was kind of battling with the Lord back and forth and um, trying to figure it out, what I could do to change it and, you know, all this stuff. And um, I was expressing that to Josh one time, and he said, Charla, what if the Lord's plan is bigger? And I said, what are you talking about? And he said, what if the Lord's plan is bigger? And I said, I'm not having this conversation with you anymore. <laughs> Bless him. He married a lot of personality. Um, but it was in that he was right. It helped me because I said, okay, Lord, I'm no longer going to battle you anymore. I'm no longer going to figure it out. I'm just going to stay here. And I'm going to be quiet. And I'm going to be still. 
and whatever that means. And what ends up happening is, is that my focus changed. I'm no longer trying to figure it out. I am actually um, appreciate where we are um, even more. And and if nothing ever changes, we're happy with that. And if the Lord, you know, decides to bless us, that's great too, in whatever way. But my heart changed in that. And I think sometimes when you get quiet and you get still, you know, the Lord puts his finger on things. You know, this right here. Maybe we need to change that. Or this right here. Let me put my healing stab on that. Or this right here. Maybe your focus will change into something, you know, that's even greater. You know, so... And in that, he reveals himself in a greater measure. The metamorphosis change, you know, happens. The change happens. I actually read the, bought this greeting card for myself because um, I thought it was so good. I sent it to myself. No, I'm just kidding. I didn't send it to myself. <laughs> My secret sister is myself. No. Um, and it says, we get impatient for the next step, the provision, the destination to be revealed. And forget that so often, in the stillness of the waiting, he is revealed. In the stillness of the waiting, he is revealed. So if you're in a place where you maybe are struggling with something, you're waiting for something, you know what? Just be still. You know, maybe the Lord's plan is greater than what you're thinking. Maybe it's bigger. Maybe it's way bigger. You know, anyways, that's all I have today. God bless you guys. And thinking while she was sharing that she said that uh, when it was forming that and running up and it formed the J or whatever and started to shrivel up and it said it took a lot longer than she thought it was going to take. Some of us are in a situation whatever the Lord is bringing a change in our lives it's taking a lot longer than we thought. Until we get to the point where we shrivel up and die ourselves and die to ourselves, that's when the true life of God and change can come in. And, you know, she said it was even longer than what the, the instructions had said. So she had reached in there and tried to help. Something beautiful would have never come. 
because she would have destroyed the process that God had designed. So when we stick our hands in there and get it in the mix and try to fix it and work it out because it's taken way too long, Lord, you must need my help. You must need me to move. You must need me to do something with my own hands. And in doing that, we can mess it all up. And through all of that, we might not even see the light that is coming on the back end of that. We put our trust in the Lord. Because He is our cornerstone. Where everything is measured, it goes back to Him. Because He is Lord of all.
chapter 17, Paul was in Athens speaking to the Greeks. Went and he saw all the different gods that they had. They even had a, a statue to the unknown God. Just in case there was one that we didn't cover in all of our other ones. We got one in the sky and one in the sun and the stars and the moon and everything. And just in case there's one that we haven't worshipped yet, we're going to build an altar to the unknown God. Well, that's all Paul needed. <laughs> so he spoke directly to that one. He said, because there is one that you don't know. There's one that you can't see. It says in uh, verse 23 here, Therefore the one whom you worship without knowing, you're worshiping him right now, you don't even know it yet. Him I proclaim to you. God who made the world and everything in it, since he is the Lord of heaven and earth, does not dwell in a temple made with man's hands. And that word hands there means skill. He doesn't dwell in a temple that's built by our skill. Nor is he worshipped with man's hands. And that's a different word, which means power. So he doesn't dwell in a temple that's made with our hands. And he's not worshipped by our power. But he's worshipped by our submission. And say, Lord, we can lift our hands, yes. Lord, we give it all to you. It's not in our own strength. Nor is he worshiped with man's hands as though he needed anything, since he gives to all life, breath, and all things. Which is why it's his breath that he gave. So we give it back to him. says in Luke that if we don't worship, the, the stones will cry out. said it many times, but no rock's going to take my place. I'll make sure the adoration to my king is continually being raised to his throne to give him all the glory and honor that he deserves, just like we prayed before service. He's so great. 